We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. John back, drops and drops back. Throws an arching pass upfield. Reggie Town Fears gathers it in on the dead run and races all the way to score for Los Angeles. A 72 yard touchdown play. First down inside his own five from his own end zone. Sacked in a safety on Rudolph. Aaron Donald and Clay Matthews got to him. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood playing in pain with his broken leg. A savage ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 seconds. The whole burst to it. 20. Nice steps to tackle. Runs left. 25 still on his feet. 46-yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker, a high school quarterback, is going to throw. The fake is on it. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo, my co-host and partner in crime, former Los Angeles Rams defensive back Michael Stewart on a Sunday night. Not going to be a long show tonight, guys. We won't have a whole lot. We're waiting for salary cap news to drop. We're waiting for a few things that happened, like franchise tags, maybe. Doesn't look like it. I don't know. But... There are a few things to talk about, especially the NFC West. Mike, how you doing, man? Hey, man, doing good. Just uh, as you are looking at the news, as we said, as the world turns, as the news turns in this NFL and NFC West. So, man, it's going to be real interesting to see what these next few weeks are going to be like. I need to get a sound clip of the As the World Turns theme. 
And whenever <laughs> one of us says that, you just need to play it real quick. Play As it. the yeah. NFL turns. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. So, well, the Rams is, is pretty quiet right now. It, there isn't a whole lot. We're kind of waiting for the salary cap. We've beaten the salary cap conversation to death already. Our feelings on the fact that this is hot garbage. You mentioned before the show, next year's salary cap should be around $227 million. And yet the NFL is playing it cheap this year, dropping it down to 180 ish As far as we know, it's not final. But no matter what, teams are expected to get down to whatever cap it is by March 17th. So it would be kind of nice if, you know, maybe the NFL would, would figure this out already and get us a salary cap so we know what's going on. To me, it's, re- it's still ridiculous. Just come on, man. Eat, eat, eat it for a year. Go black one. I mean, go, go red one year, not black. We want, we want them in the black. Go in the red one year. Just deal with it. Yeah. Just deal with it. I mean, come on. You're, you're making billions of dollars. It doesn't make sense to me. But here we are. Mike, first things first, salary cap, your thoughts. Yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how everyone navigates through. Uh, obviously, we're like only one team above or one team below us is having a worse cap situation than us being the uh, New Orleans Saints. And so it's just going to be interesting to see how our guys in the front office, Sneed and the rest of the group, uh, Big Mar- uh, Demoff, Young Demoff, I almost called him his dad's name, but Young Demoff, uh, see how they kind of navigate these waters here. And as you said, we're going to definitely know, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, in the next 10 days or so, what how it's going to play out. But, you know, you got a guy like, uh, you know, the big, big tackle trying to see Whitworth, seeing he wants to be back. There's understanding he's going to be back, but are they going to restructure his contract, things like that? So, yeah, this cap thing is going to be very interesting this year with a few less dollars available. And you throw in there the fact that the Rams have a ton of dead money they have to worry about. It's going to be really difficult for them. Now there is room for them to restructure. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Structure. Not a whole lot, but there is some than restructure. But also, the rest of the NFC West has its own issues too. Two teams we know of right now have potential quarterback issues, 
And, of course, the Cardinals are the up-and-coming team. They took the leap this week, signed J.J. Watt. Before we get there, though, I just want to ask you to head over to Apple Music. Leave a five-star review. We'd really appreciate that. And also, don't forget to check us out, Bunny Heads Midweek. And, of course, for baseball season, Talking Halos is underway as our sister podcast over the Cup the Angels. All right, finally, here's a word from our sponsor. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. All right, so let's go with the easy one, Mike. J.J. Watt. Two years, 31 mil. What did you say? What did you say the guaranteed money was? Uh, 20 million. 20 million. Okay, so is this a good deal for the Cardinals? <laughs> I guess they're going to say it's a good deal. I don't think it's a good deal. <laughs> but if I'm J.J. Watt, it's a great deal. <laughs> I mean, you get 20 million going out the door in this league. That's a great deal. Guaranteed. Believe me. Now, can he live up to it? Of course he can. The question is, will he live up to it? You know, unfortunately, when you have these free agency signings, no matter how great or how good a player is, especially J.J. Watt, his years in the league, uh, you're going to a new team. I don't know how much the system will be actually tailored for you. I think he'll love it because he has a chance to be back on grass a lot more. Uh, that should be a win for him. Uh, but it's just when you give these big numbers, it just reminds me of kind of like a Pujols. He signed that major deal with the, the Angels, and they just still are just like, man, why did we do that? But, you know, they're sticking with a guy who can't outrun my grandson. But, you know, can he hit a couple home runs here and there? Of course. But for the money they paid him, I don't know. So with J.J., can you say it's well-deserved? Well, you can, but in this league, it's all about production. So we'll just have to see if going to the new team reinvigorates him a little bit more, lights another fire. Uh, you know, obviously, if he can stay healthy, he has a good chance to to make make sense of the contract. Now, in fairness to him, though, he had an 85.4 player grade this year from from Pro Football Focus. He was measured as elite in stops, hurries, hits, and total pressures. Sack number, though, down, five sacks. I still think that in the right place, he's just still going to put up some good numbers. It's not like he was a five-sack guy with just five sacks. He'd still put up solid stops, solid, you know, all those good things. My question is going to be, how is he going to, How's it going to fare just moving to the NFC West? It's a better division. It's it's a division that's going to really wear more on opposing defenses. I'm I'm just wondering how he'll fit with that franchise. But at thirty one million for two years, twenty guaranteed. I mean, that's what fifteen and a half, fifteen and a half a year. Age thirty one, he better yeah, play up yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, and 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 maybe you you look at and and think that you have some history with elite DNs like him. I mean, I remember Wedgie White first went to Green Bay, 
that was kind of a big deal. Uh, you know, obviously Kevin Green was a stand-up guy, but similar situation. You're basically playing off the edge, gonna be doing more rushing than dropping. So uh maybe they feel that being the case. When you look across the league, they might say, Hey man, the only guy really comparable to him is Aaron Donald. Well, let's get him. And we'll make our team that much better. Hopefully, he calls a few more sacks, fumbles, stop the other team, and we can get the ball back in our offense hands a few more times a game, which can turn some of those games they lost last year possibly into wins in the future. Uh, so, yeah, it'll, it, you know, it's just when you you trade teams, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, there's just a time that you got to jail. You're in a new place, and and guys adapt pretty well but the tendency is when you sign a contract you want to go prove to everyone that everybody made the right deal and sometimes you overplay and things just don't work out typically the first year a lot of times the second year is when things settle in and everybody is on the same page and they've been there now you know the system back and forth so it'll be interesting to see if he can make that happen you know year one I mean, we'll see. And, you know, with all the question marks that are basically surrounding every team in this division, this could wind up working out real well for the Cardinals. And it's something the Bears watching. Especially when you you have a team like Seattle, just transitioning over them, with the biggest question mark of, the, of all, which and that's Russell Wilson, who we thought would be there his entire career. He is Mr. Seahawk. He's the guy that they will, that, that entire franchise is measured with. I mean, if we're honest, I don't. Where are the Seahawks the last ten years without Russell Wilson? Their drafts have been blah. They really have been missing something here or there th- throughout their roster forever. But he keeps getting in the playoffs, and now the word is he's had enough of it. Wants out. Does this get resolved? Is he going to stay in Seattle? You know what? Once things start getting to this level, I mean, it, you know, a couple of weeks, you hear a little here and there, you hear a little over there. And then, but now it's, it's literally noise, you know, but I look at overall, if you look at the guys that have played in Seattle, it just seems something happens when they get about this year in their, in their time in Seattle, as far as a veteran. So I don't know if it's if if really the the Pete Carroll rah 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 hustle man guy wears on you, but I saw something that that they attributed to Russell Wilson that he's like yeah man this guy has way too much say he can do pretty much anything, which makes you kind of go hmm is that why you know those veteran guys just have enough of it and then they're gone you know so. uh it just seems whatever happens when you become a veteran under his leadership, it just like goes all bad, it seems like. So I don't know what what happened there or because, you know, they let these coaches go in different things. But something happens when you become a, a bona fide uh, senior player for the Seahawks. And it just always and it goes back to Pete Carroll. So I don't know. I mean, what do you th- what are your thoughts on that? You think it's a Pete Carroll thing or just I think something it's, in the <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's 
he's tired of getting his butt handed to him every week by opposing defensive lines. So, you know, he's been getting hit and hit hard up there in Seattle for years, and they haven't done really anything to fix the problem. They've got his own weapons, but that offensive line has been a hot mess in one area or the other for years. Look what the Rams have done to him. Look what the Rams have done to Russell Wilson. Aaron Donald is probably in his nightmares on a weekly basis. They have just no hit doubt. him all over the place. And every year when we watch the draft for the Seahawks, they fail consistently to properly address that offensive line. I'm not sure about how I feel about the idea that he's got, you know, Russell Wilson would wear on people. Unless I'm misunderstanding you. I don't think it's Wilson. I think Wilson has been the heart and soul of that franchise. And well, I don't. I, I misspoke then. I don't mean Russell wearing. I'm saying Pete Carroll oh, wearing on veteran players. It might it be. seems that the veterans once they get solid veterans, it happened with Chris Sherman. It happened with the uh, big D lineman escaping me right now. But it seemed like the veteran guy. Something happens where they're like, yeah, we we want the the younger guy so we can. I don't know yelling at more. But you made me think of some uh, DC. Now, what we do know is Russell Wilson, I don't know how long he's been married to Miss Sierra now, right? You know, they have three kids, one from a previous uh, her coming in, but three kids now, right? Mm -hmm. It might be getting a little different. Your wife is saying, babe, I don't like to see you getting hit like that. Babe, I don't like to see you can't move in the morning. You know what I mean? So that brings something to the table where you go, you know what? You're right. I never thought of it like that. Let me go talk to these people a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's part of it. I'm sure that is part. And I'm sure he's been thinking that all along. Like, how long can you go getting demolished every year? I how It's going to wear on you. And then your wife starts talking to you, saying, "Listen, honey, I'm tired of seeing you. I'm tired of seeing you limp out of bed every day. I'm tired of seeing the bruises. I'm tired of the, of the headaches and all that stuff that goes with it." And if you're looking, I mean, the rumors are he wants to go to Chicago. Well, he went to Wisconsin. He, you know, he he finished up his college at Wisconsin. He understands the Midwest. Maybe all those factors are coming together, saying he wants to go quote-unquote, as close to home as possible. I'm not so sure that he feels Seattle's home anymore. A from Russell Wilson, though, I'm looking at the Bears roster, and I'm thinking, okay, can they protect me? Will they do what it takes to protect me? And then I'm looking at the Seattle roster going, they haven't done what it takes to forget to, to protect me. The Bears have some playmakers there. They've needed a quarterback. That's it. True. Seattle has some playmakers. I, it, to me, it's protection and maybe a desire to go home and, and you know. Or, you know, him. maybe it's it's more of, and again, we're reading on the tea leaves right now. Uh, at least I am. I think of other things of maybe they've told him in years past, what they're going to do and didn't do it, a la Deshaun Watson. Hey, yeah, Deshaun, we're going to kind of let you in on some of these things. 
we don't do it. And then we do these other things and go, yeah, we still want you to go out there and win. So maybe there's been talks before previous drafts. Hey, Russ, hey, man, we know last year we're going to show up some things in this year's draft. Okay, man, thanks. Cool. Doesn't happen. All right, man, let's get it going. Let me run around here, do all this stuff. But again, a quiet storm is you're married, you got your kids you're looking at, you start looking at real longevity. And as you're pointing out very eloquently, you're taking all those hits. And though we see him jump up and run back to the huddle, you don't know what those hits are like, you know, on Monday evening, Monday. Tuesday, are you in the ice tub all Tuesday trying to get ready to go? That's the stuff they don't tell you. We just see the guy out there running around. But like you said, we know for a fact the Rams have done a little hurting to the Mr. Wilson. And, and you mentioned something. There is, there's been some scuttlebutt out there about Wilson's not being satisfied with the amount of involvement he's had with the team's plans, the roster building, and so on and so forth. And again, going back to the idea of how many hits he's, hits he's taken, I wouldn't blame him for not being, if he's upset, for not being involved in it. I would be too. I want to play as long as I can if I'm him. And I'm not going to be able to if I keep taking, taking these hits. It blows my mind. It seriously surprises me that he's not sustained a major injury yet. As many well, hits and he's again, taken. Yeah, and that's very fortunate. And and again, we're not saying players should be able to control and go in there and bang on tables. All we're saying is, as a player, like with any organization, you know, it would make sense that, you know, you, you talk to your, your number one and two, three guys. Hey, guys, what do you guys think? Because technically, you, you have team captains for a reason. You have leaders on the team for a reason. You want to get the 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 feel for what's going on and the temperature of the locker room and you want someone to be able to articulate that without having to to lie to you or not tell you the truth because how how can you get your team better how can you get your team prepared if you don't really know what the real pulse is and you need some guys who have those leadership skills who can talk to head coaches and you know upper management and whoever else in the owner when necessary. So no one's saying, yeah, Russell Wilson, you should be able to control. Deshaun Washington, you should be able to control. Uh, ben Rossman, you should be. No, we're not saying that. All we're saying is it makes sense to bring in your key guys. That's just evaluating. Hey, guys, what do you think we need? Oh, you know, Coach, well, we, you know, we blitz a little bit more. We, we, we'd be able to do this, but uh, we need to get a guy who could do that. How about such and such? Guys will give you some names that they'll say, hey, let's go get that guy. You know, because, again, they have agents, they're talking to them or asking questions, you know, and if it's salary cap, hey, you know, do you think our team could, if we needed to get such and such, and they can kind of, you know, go work the numbers in their rooms and come back and tell you, go, yeah, man, let's, so you, you have an opportunity, hopefully, to talk to your coaches and the management and say, hey, guys, you know, we, we hear such and such on this team, he wants out, you know, let's see if we can get him. Well, then, just transitioning over, there's the other team here, the 49ers, which probably of the of the NFC West has the best chance of doing an easy turnaround in the next year. This is the 49ers. They, they have the talent. They didn't have the health last year. Now there's still the, the talk about quarterback for them in the roster itself. 
and where they're going. There's still talk that even predictions a couple weeks ago, Mike Florio, not my favorite guy, but he predicted that they'll eventually, the Fortnite will cut Garoppolo. Because it's only a cap hit for them of 2.8 mil if they want to try and get somebody they can go for. I don't know if that's the case, but I, I look at this and go, if they believe that Garoppolo is holding them back, would it surprise me to see them try and jump in there and get a Deshaun Watson who's still out there? Would it surprise me if they if they made some other move to bring in who knows who else might pop up the market right now? Who knows? But would it surprise anybody? What about your your uh, your much loved quote unquote 49ers? <laughs> I love it, man. This it's interesting having them again want to go to the next level. The thing about the 49ers, people can't forget, the guy running the show is a very accomplished football player in John Lynch. He played on some great teams that know how to win. Actually, he brought them right there uh, pretty close to the championship, right? So he's going to look at the quarterback play. He's played with a couple journeyman, if you will, but he's also been around a guy named John Elway. So he knows for a fact from a defensive standpoint, you got to think he thinks like, you know, possibly like me. Yeah, he's trying to run the show and do all things. He's a defensive guy. So he's going to be like, wait a minute, why does this guy keep turning the ball over? Is this all, you know, what are we doing? And so If I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm going to go in there and go, hey, guys, it's been nice. Thank you for getting me over here. You know, I made a little money. You know, I I got my name out there a little bit more than just being a backup. You know what? But I I would just rather leave at this point because it's just it's almost disrespectful what they're doing to that guy. You know, it's all these names and. You know, they're talking about, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, this guy, and that guy, man. We're going to go talk talk to the dudes in, in, in college. So my thing is like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm going to make it easy for you. Just let me go. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll go find it, find another team. <laughs> well, in the end, as we're, as we're looking back at all these three teams and now going to the Rams, where are the Rams right now in the NFC West with all these other things going on with the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the 49ers. Where do you see the Rams? Man, I see us right in the hunt. The only thing, you know, was a couple articles, you know, what is Raheem Morris going to do if we're not able to sign some of the guys that we need to sign back? You know, so it's going to take another, a coaching gym on defense, depending on how we end up. So as we started the show, talking about these next couple of weeks and what the cap is going to look like and all those things. It's going to be interesting for some of our free agents if we're able to to keep them in-house because if not, again, now you're talking about turnover on the team, offense, defense, and you know you got a quarterback coming in and things gelling. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a little bit more of a regular offseason this year that would help. Uh, but I see us being in the hunt if we can pretty much keep things somewhat 
similar in the same. Uh, but I think it is like every other team. These are going to be questions that everybody has. But if I had to pick right now, I say, yeah, we're going to be right up there as the team to to beat. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. And I think we're all hoping for that. I'm just wondering how much this cap's going to hold them back. We're going to find out soon enough. All right, folks, that's it for tonight. A shorter show. Mike's a busy man teaching. Going back, hopefully, in person soon for him. Coaching. So I want to make sure that we get him out of here before the uh, the night owl hits too much. We're back midweek with the show. Don't forget the tour run the league is around the corners. We start bringing on guests from all over the league to talk about their respective teams and see how they're going. And of course, we're watching the Rams as they head down the off-season stretch and get into the draft and hopefully build a winning team next year, a division winning, maybe even a Super Bowl winning team with Matthew Stafford. Follow us on Twitter at DC Pocket. Follow me. Sorry, follow Mike at one Duke twenty three. Follow the whole staff at Talk Rams, and don't forget us on Facebook as well. For the entire Rams Talk team, it's Derek C. Apollo and Mike Stewart. Say goodbye, Mike. We're out of there. Take it easy. We're out. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.